can't believe I'm gonna have this conversation. Hey, if he don't win this year, he's a oh bum. My what? Oh, no, that, that's a hall. That's a Hall of Fame terrible take right there. No, it's not. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> Boy just choked. Straight women booty and let the ball go. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you. LeBron James. Puts up a three. Long go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History point of bang. Irving and Curry. One on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. Oh yeah, we'll get to explaining a debate in a second. <laughs> What is yeah, up, Joseph? How we feel? Hey, hey, Saturday. You know, I've been up early. College football, but so you feeling basketball's right around the corner, though. Absolutely, that's right. Absolutely. Right around the corner. Got my drink. Can't complain. Hey, let's get it. This is uh, this is one of my favorite Dessert. episodes that we do every single year. So I'm saddened that Devion is not here to do it with us. But Devion going through a little. Little allergy issues, so we'll uh, about to let him do that. And I don't mean just your seasonal allergies, hay weed, whatever, all that bullshit, like some mm-hmm. bad al- allergic reaction. So we got to hold it down ourselves. He's turning white. We only really got two. <laughs> That's what it is. What... Just... <laughs> catch me off guard. Uh... <laughs> uh, so like I was about to say, too. we got. We got two main topics that we're really going to do today. Well, three. The GMs released their survey where they go over a bunch of different topics. We're going to go into a few of those. We're going to give you our top 10 players in the NBA. ESPN ranked their top 100. Uh, As usual, I think, we haven't discussed this as much pre-show as we usually do, but I'm assuming Mm -hmm. you probably find it as bad as I do. Um, Pretty trash. And then, of course, we'll wrap up with a little WNBA talk again. Ace is up. 2-0. 2-0. You know what it is. Yes, sir. Be, That's how we do. About to be out of their liberty. So, and then, of course, we have going back, back to back. Back to back. But, all right, Joe. So, the GM survey. First topic I want us to talk about is most likely to win the NBA championship. So, again, these are the real GMs of the NBA. And... You know, sometimes it kind of it kind of gives me a little uh, proof of why some of these teams stay in the gutter like they do. But we got the Facts. Boston Celtics and Denver Nuggets tied for first among the, the GMs at 33 percent, mm-hmm. meaning 33 percent of the GMs said that they would win or the most likely team to win. Third is Milwaukee at 23 percent. Fourth, the Suns at 7 percent. And then fifth, the L.A. Clippers coming Yo. in. Yeah. <laughs> The Clippers got votes. That's ridiculous. That's that's absurd. I would have been happier if I would have saw the Lakers and the Heat get one percent. Like the Heat definitely deserve a vote. The Lakers I deserve mean, more votes Lakers than the damn Heat Clippers. Deserve more than the Clippers. I mean, what have the Clippers done? Man, I would have been happy if they gave Sacramento one percent. But the Clippers, <laughs> that's ridiculous. First of all, they're not healthy. Man, come on, man. That's crazy. This man, I, the Seventy Sixers. I have more. I have more uh, faith in the 76ers than I do the Clippers, bro. 
Uh, at I least mean, I know Embiid's going to be healthy at play. At least I know he can give me something. He may not go far in the playoffs because he gets tired, but damn. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, No, that 3% is wild, but I'm okay with Boston and the Nuggets being tied. Actually, I think the Nuggets probably should have got a couple more votes. Like, yeah, you know, I think we haven't seen know, the like... Celtics do it though. Like we've seen them get far and then collapse and fall apart. I think you have to take that into account every single time until they until they I, go I over that hump. That has to be in there. There's something just with I think when teams do something right, like the Nuggets were pretty content to just kind of keep the same team. They lost Bruce mm-hmm. Brown. But you know they have other people that can fill that role. They didn't really see a need to go and change their team a bunch, you know. But the Celtics, they made they made a bunch of splashy moves, right? They bring in Porzingis, mm-hmm. Drew Holiday, so they got a lot of big names added. So they're they're just I think a little more front of mind for for people. But I agree. I think the Nuggets should be one. Yes, man. I have a hard time putting so. Boston over Milwaukee. Um, Me too. Me too. That's that's a good point. I mean, that's I have nice. been fairly critical of the moves that Boston made. I'm not a huge fan of, well, you know, the Porzingis part of it at least. Um, Drew Holiday is obviously I I love Drew, so I, I I like that move, but I still don't see it all fitting together. I don't believe that they're really going to change mm-hmm. how they play offensively, and I think at that point, then it doesn't really matter. Like I don't think all the the moving pieces do anything to help them win a championship yeah but and then i want the most atrocious part of this is the clippers having any votes it's ridiculous can't even prove that they're going to stay healthy but yeah it's, it's absurd even if it's they ridiculous. stay healthy <laughs> like, if yeah if. <laughs> even if they stay healthy what are they gonna they're not gonna beat any of these teams they're no. not gonna beat no, I'm not gonna beat the Nuggets. I really wouldn't even take them against the Lakers. Like, I neither. Nope. But then I'm also looking at this like, if I'm a GM, you're telling me as a GM, I'm sitting here doing this survey, and I'll go, okay, the the Celtics, they what well, they have to go through the Bucks to get to the finals. You tell me mm-hmm. Porzingis and Al Horford can match up against Brook Lopez, Giannis, and uh, damn, what's his name coming off the bench? Uh, I just blanked Portis. on his name. Portis. Portis, yeah, Portis. I'm I almost said Clinton Portis. That's why I was like, "What's his name?" It's not Clinton, but uh, Bobby. Bobby Portis. You t- you telling me that they can match up with that size and what they can do attacking the rim and things like that? I don't think the Celtics have a chance if they go against the Bucks in the finals. And I feel like a GM has to think that same thing. How do you not look at the matchup and go, "Oh, this is gonna happen?" Unless they just have that much respect for Tatum. I mean, I think Tatum deserves a lot of respect. He does. He's been he's been continually getting better. So shout out to Tatum. But you know, I agree. Like the East, like I get why the fifth team is a Western Conference team because I think it's less loaded than than the East. But the Clip A, whatever. I'm I'm, I'm trying to let that. (laughs) Let Let the Clippers flip. Let them clip. Let them clip. Let the Flippers flip because we know that's what that's what they're gonna do. We know it's gonna happen. Might as well gave the Knicks a vote. Shit. Now, Joe. I wish definitely I was here. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> um, but okay, so the GM survey for MVP. Mm-hmm. Jokic gets yes, 43%. Giannis gets 20. Tatum got 13. Luca got 10. And then also receiving votes. I don't even want to say this first one, but. Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. 
Uh, last year, the front runner was Luca. He had 48% of the vote last year. So he's down to 10. Jokic up to 43. Um, so, Joe, what's your reaction to, to this one? Uh, I'm actually okay with it, to be quite honest. I, I like it a lot. And I actually agree with the GMs on this one that Jokic is, I mean, yeah, Jokic is going to win it. Because the media is already going to feel some type of way that he didn't get it last year and MB was the MVP. If Jokic just has a similar season to what he did last year, they're going to give it to him automatically. Unless someone just does something ridiculous. Unless, like, Shea Alexander gets Oklahoma City, City a top three seed or Anthony right. Davis does 30-10-10, and 10, like some, 35 some and 10, shock something factor. crazy. Exactly. That's the only thing that's going to do it. But besides that, I think it's, it's Jokic's to lose, to be honest, because all he has to do is go out there and do what he did last year, and they're going to give it to him. I agree. I think I think Jokic being one makes sense because I think a lot of what played into Embiid getting it last year was the fatigue of, okay, we just gave it to Jokic back-to-back I years, and then he didn't really – he kind of flamed out in the postseason. Well, that's all dead now. He stamped. Mm-hmm. He, he ran through KD, LeBron. Like, he ran through everybody in the West, right? So – He's got that legitimacy to it, and so now if he if they give it to him, it's not like they're giving it to some unproven guy who can't get it done in the postseason. That now becomes Joel Embiid, right? And I and that's why I agree with him not being in the top four. He did receive a vote, but I like, yeah. At this point, I don't know how Jokic doesn't win it if he puts up those similar type mm-hmm. numbers. Again, it's got to be something shock factor. The fact that Boston has had good records recently, has been to three out of four Eastern Conference finals. I just don't see Tatum. Like, he doesn't have a lot of room, I think, to really elevate his numbers. And so, like, I just don't see him necessarily getting it over Jokic unless something, which obviously don't want to happen, Jokic gets hurt, doesn't play enough games, like something along Mm -hmm. those lines. Um, My biggest issue with this, how the fuck... Did Anthony Davis get a vote? What the fuck has he done? Cuz prove you saw how he looked he... in the I got nothing. 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 Can he be the best player on the Lakers first before we start saying he's gonna win a goddamn MVP? Like was it was this uh was this a check? With like was this the Lakers GM <laughs> voting for him to like try and motivate him or something? Like, like that's the only thing I can I can think of because he's done nothing to say that he should be anywhere near an MVP competition. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like his first right. year in LA, where when y'all won the championship, maybe. But LeBron was still clearly the you're best right. player on that team. And every year since he's been there, LeBron's you're been right. the best player on that team. So I don't. I don't see right. that one at all. Maybe, maybe defensive player of the year votes, but not MVP. You're yeah. right. Maybe they, I think maybe that's they, a lot of expectations of what they DPOY and they accidentally put them on MVP. I don't know. But that is. Wouldn't be the first time. You're not wrong there. You're not wrong there. Um, okay. So the next one I want to get into best Killer. coach in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we already know who got number I mean, one. We don't even got to say it low key, right? Spo got right. one, 73% of the vote. 
Uh, Lou got second with 10% of the vote. Steve Kerr, who we have given some shade to on the show recently after the, the uh, World well, Cup performance. Uh, 7% tied with Popovich for 7%. And then an interesting entry to this one, Michael Malone got 3%. Uh, to round out the top five there, so that Michael Malone being Denver's head coach, fresh off a of championship, so you can kind of uh, you can kind of understand that. But Joe, what's your what's your kind of thoughts? I think we would both, Man. as much as you hate on my Heat, I think you would agree that Spo is the best coach. Oh, that's obvious. You know, yeah. that's obvious. That's obvious. But my problem with the list is Pop. Pop should have switched with uh, Malone, in my opinion, because over wow, the last three Malone, years, Pop you has want Malone done up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. He's proven throughout the season he can coach. He's a great coach and motivator. I mean, Jokic is a great player. Maybe one can become an all-time great. But at the end of the day, Mike Malone's the one that came up with that system to put him in the best position to succeed. And I think he deserves some respect for that. And everybody did everything they could to try to attack Jokic. They take one thing away, and Mike Malone game-planned a situation to put Jokic in the right position to get others open or get himself open. Mike Malone deserves respect for that. Let Pop, me ask you in this, the last bro. three years, has been losing. Let me ask you this. Do you think it was his coaching that put him in position, or do you think it was the moves that the GM made to surround him with the appropriate players? Bringing in Eric Gordon... Okay. I think it. I think it's a mixture of both. I actually do. I think Mike Malone was like, "We need this certain thing," and Mike Malone always preaches toughness. You see him go off even when they're the number one seed. If his team come out and play lazy for two quarters, he gonna call them out at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. And I think that actually has an impact. I mean, some coaches. I mean, a lot of these pros, you would think you just go through one year out the other, but I think he's proven that he gets his team to motivate his team. And I like the way he called X's and O's. I mean, you can try to stop Jokic, and I know it's hard to do, but he's such a good player. But I still think Mark Malone helps with that, with the system that he created. So I think he deserves yeah, he more respect deserves and credit. in the last couple of years. I hate the whole thing of, oh, well, that coach just has great players. Okay. Why do, why yeah, do, the, the, why do these coach, or why do some of these star players end up wanting coaches to leave? If, it, if the coach doesn't matter, Facts. right? Like, why, exactly. like, again, I'm not saying that, like, you know, LeBron doesn't win in Miami without Spo. Like, I'm not going to, like, obviously Spo benefited more from having mm -hmm. LeBron than LeBron probably benefited from having Spo, especially at that stage of Spo's career, right? How come but Scott to Brooks also, didn't win? Exactly. Like, Scott Brooks, great example. Had great players in OKC, had great players in Washington. You know, I think he probably did about as good as he could in Washington. I'll give him credit yeah. there. But I'll give him OKC, credit. He's, he's... Okay, so you had you had KD, you had Harden, you had uh, Russ, you had Ibaka, you had Perkins as a good defensive player, you had good role players, Derek Fisher for a little bit, who Collins. proven winning role player like Nick Collison, like like a, a ton of Collison. really good players down there. Never could quite get it done. Like coaching does matter, and coaching in these in the playoffs specifically, which I think is kind of what you're getting at. You know, once mm -hmm. teams get to really study you, right? Like like think about the finals this year. We look back now, okay, yeah, the gentlemen sweep the heat out of there. It was, you know, it was never really much in doubt. But game one happens, they they win big. Game two happens, Spo makes some adjustments. Mm -hmm. Heat respond and get a W. At that point, there was a lot of people that thought the Heat might steal this finals because they had just stolen home court. They had done all these things, nope. and then Mike Malone just had had 
had great defensive game great plans point. to to neutralize Jimmy Butler a little bit. Um, part of that, I think, was his injury. But st- <laughs> nonetheless, he saw what was out there, and he had a game plan. Aaron Gordon was not going to have all that. And then, like you're, like we talked about this off air, and you might bring it up in a second. But like his offensive game plan there to have Aaron Gordon kind of be the focus. I would say on a lot more possessions than a lot of other coaches mm-hmm. probably would have had to punish the heat for playing their smaller lineups. A lot of teams are a lot of, a lot of coaches are like, Nope, we're going to live and die with our best player. It's always going to be Jokic and blah, 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 blah. And he said, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll up Aaron Gordon's usage. So I, I, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with him going up to going above Popovich. My only counter to you, Joe was, I think you should also go up a, a, above Steve Kerr. Yeah, that would be, I actually give be, you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Steve Kerr walked into such a great situation in Golden mm-hmm. State, right? Like, and and yes, he made his tweaks. I'm not denying that he didn't make some tweaks that helped elevate them to the status that they ended up being. But a lot of the legwork was not necessarily done by Steve Kerr versus Mike yeah. Malone. Really did lay the groundwork here in That's in Denver. Point. So. And Steve Kerr needs to start I taking have, a hit I for have, not developing players. Like he's not developing Absolutely. players at all. Like yo, you've had some good talent, and we've seen them play well when they go other places. Wiseman looks decent. Distance. We're gonna see how Jordan Poole look when he goes somewhere. It it looks like Steve Kerr. He he gets people to buy into the system when they're borderline players or super great players. But it seemed like now with these young talent, he can't get develop young talent and get them to meld into the system that's there. It, at least he can't do yep. it anymore. And, and, and that's a big difference, right? Because like Curry is going to eventually start declining. Right? Mm-hmm. Who's who's up next? So what are you going to do then? Are are you going to require that your team always has a Steph Curry level person that you don't have to turn into Steph Curry, right? Like Mark Jackson helped. Mm-hmm turn stuff into stuff by giving him a lot of the freedom. By the time Steve got there, we all knew who Steph was. Did he help elevate him a little bit? Sure. But he didn't do the hard part of it, right? Like, he didn't do the hard part. So, I'm with you. I would honestly... I'm almost talking myself into, like, putting him above Ty Lue as well, Michael Malone. You gotta give Ty Lue respect, though, man. See, but the thing with Ty Lue, he has two all-star players and he don't know when they're gonna play and then he got russ who had a horrible first half of this season with the lakers and he still was able to win games with the lake with the clippers i think the gms are giving him respect for that because how can you be a coach out there i get it when he first came oh he won with lebron is he really that good of a coach but now he has Kawhi and paul george but he has that team hasn't sunk with all those injuries and player load management and resting I think you gotta give him respect for that. That's the only reason I'm okay with him being yeah. above Michael Malone. I'm I'm okay with him being ahead of him. I'm just for my personal list. I, I've almost but I see myself into Malone. Being, it's a fair argument. It's, it's a good argument. But I, yeah, the thing I like about Ty Lue as well is that I think he does a really good job of getting buy-in from his players and not letting the team collapse. Another thing mm-hmm. I think you could, if you wanted to, if you wanted to ding Steve Kerr again. Is Jordan Poole not there because he's not good enough and didn't want to fit in? I buy into that a little bit. But the whole thing with him and Draymond, does the coach deserve a little bit of criticism for allowing that to fester? Because we've heard more stories come out 
Where Steve kind of would egg on Jordan, but are you just going to let him talk to you like that? He's going to let him talk to you like that? So kind of instigating, in a sense, Jordan Poole challenging Draymond in that way. So whatever. We we could spend hours talking Mm -hmm. about the nuances here within these different coaches uh, for for second place. But yeah, I like where your head's at, Joe. I like where your head's at there. I don't say that very much to you on this show. But I like where your head's at. I haven't been drinking that much. I ain't been drinking that much yet. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait wait till we get to the top 10. Wait till we get to the top 10. (laughs) Roll up the sleeves for that one, Joe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But okay, so here's here's the one that I really am fascinated. I think I know where you're going to go with this, but the result within the GM survey that bothered you the most. What you got? All right. You know, this the GM survey wasn't that bad with the ones and twos in these categories as much as the ESPN survey was just kind of crazy. But this one to me, we got to stop this. And I mean, I'm going to say he's going to be up there in my top 10. But we got to stop this notion that Giannis is athletic. Like he's a world-class athlete. Jokic is a world-class athlete. But to have... Uh, John Morant, number one at 34% as the most athletic player, and then number two have Giannis at 28%, I think is wild to me. I think Giannis is big and long, and he takes advantage of his abilities, but I'm not going to sit there and say he's the the second most athletic player in the NBA. You tell me, and they have Anthony Edwards third. You tell, is Giannis more athletic than Anthony Edwards? I think he's bigger, stronger. And he can do certain things differently, but I think Anthony Edwards is more athletic. And then they got Zion fourth on there. I'm gonna say too. I don't think Zion's athletic. I think he's big and he can jump real high. Excuse me. But I don't. Th- but I don't. I don't think he's athletic. He cool. I gotta see it first. It's been a minute. Maybe I just ain't seen it in a long time. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe you forgot because that maybe, boy is a. Freak. I forgot. He is a freak, but I need to see it again. He may not be athletic no more. I'm just saying. He may not be athletic. May not be. But I'm definitely with the Giannis. The Giannis thing. No I'll way. I'm back on the Giannis thing. Um, I'm I'm with you in the sense that I don't think he's the second most athletic player in the but NBA. See, okay, let me say how that. Let me list, do, like I don't know how Anthony Edwards doesn't have first or second on that exactly. list. But l- let me uh, compare it to football real quick. All right. Some quarterbacks. Are f are fast and mobile, and you see them get a whole bunch. Tim Tebow, for example, scrambling quarterback, run, great athlete. He's not athletic. You, can, Michael Vick, is athletic. Tim Tebow running a straight line. Mike Vick got wiggle and could do a lot of things. That's what I'm saying when I'm talking about athletic. Giannis. Bull, right. you're, you're talking full line. package, straight line speed, agility, full vertical, all exactly. The all things that's why I, I don't think it. he should be number. That's why I don't think he should be number two. I feel like he does have some good, like he's got some bunnies to him. I'll give you, he's probably not the most, the most agile. Um, and then I think the if I there's a to, lot of times it looks ugly when he goes in the paint. That's all I'm saying. He take a euro step in the paint, it look ugly. Yeah, I, I feel like they're probably doing some type of like discounting or whatever because of how tall and long he is. So like giving him mm-hmm. more credit for like a relative agility, but yeah, I don't, I don't think he's the second most athletic player. I think I, I would definitely put Anthony Edwards before him. I would absolutely put mm-hmm. Zion before him. I would put 
Bam before him. I, like there's a there's a long list of players that I would put as like Ooh, Bam. more That's athletic yeah. than than Giannis. Not that he's a bad athlete, like you're saying, but yeah, most athletic is is wild. Uh, or second most athletic is wild. I'm glad they got Jaw. I think Jaw is the correct first answer, but Jalen uh, Green from Houston received some votes, and uh, Shaden Sharp from Portland received some votes too. I'm not mad at that. So I'm not really sure with it. I'm not mad. Aaron Fox. Interesting. He because he's definitely fast and agile. I don't know if he's got quite the bunch oh, of it. Um, good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. All right. So here's here's the one that I took the most offense to. You guys are probably sick of hearing me have to talk about this on this show. If they would just start giving my man some fucking respect. Uh-oh. How <clears throat> the fuck did Bam not even get a vote for best defensive player in the NBA? <laughs> I saw that. I saw not that. Not even a vote. Uh, Alex Caruso got a fucking vote. Not that, And I think Caruso is a great defender. But best defender? What is Caruso going to do on a four? Absolutely nothing. Reverse the roles there. Put Bam on, a, on your favorite point guard. He's going to give him business. All right, like he's gonna he's gonna give him some fucking problems. I don't know what he has to do. And one, <laughs> that's pretty Giannis crazy. being You're considered right, the best defensive player in the NBA is just mind blowing to me. About forty percent is kind of because you know what you know why you know why Joe. How many times are we gonna go to a playoff series that they lose? One Bro. player starts cooking, and they don't put Giannis on him. If he's mm-hmm. the best defensive right. player in the right. NBA. Why is Drew Holiday guarding Jimmy Butler? Why? Bro, Luke, I need to know Luke why. Lopez, Luke Lopez is a better defender than Giannis is on that team. I For mean, like, like the again, system like they, they, they run, defender. he is. But they, no, funnel the Brooke, they don't funnel the fucking Giannis. All right? Like Giannis right. doesn't have to guard anybody. I don't, You're like, right. You're I right. don't get it. Marcus Smart, laughable. Jaron Jackson on this list, laughable. The one that really bothers me, Joe... And I get it because of his past. I'm just saying right now, Kawhi Leonard is not a good <laughs> defender anymore. That no, he can't move. Good. He has not he... been a good defender. No, he, he's a fine defender. Like, he's not like a mismatch, but he is not. He turns the it claw. up when he needs to. Exactly. He is not the claw anymore. That that person died in Toronto. Okay, I am so sick of him getting all this fucking credit. And so, like at at, at I... the heat. Media day or something, they asked Spo, like, right. oh, what do you think about the GM saying you're the best coach? And he just like took that opportunity. He's like, well, I just don't know how Bam never gets votes for best defensive player of the year. And he's like, you know what? You know why? It's, be- it's because it's become a blocks and steals uh, category. And I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Yep. I Neither you. one of those mean you're a good defender. They don't yep. necessarily mean you're a bad defender, but they do not necessarily mean you're a good one. And you're right. Jared Jackson so. shouldn't be on that list because he's not the same without Steven Adams. I think Dort. Yes. I actually like Dort being on. Dort should have got a lot of votes. Dort is. I'm fine really with Dort defender. being on there. I'm fine with Dort He's being really... on there. I'm not even going to hey, address get... the last person on there. I'm not even going to almost say. Him. Almost I'm said it. That's re- too much. That's insane. That's insane. No. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. Again, yeah. Anyone that follows your show <sighs> uh, closely, which is probably 15 people, but that's fine. Uh, they know who I'm talking yeah, about. If you can be a defensive liability where you get subbed off because of your defense, you should not get any votes for being defensive player mm-hmm. of the year or best year. Yeah, that would just bring that just like makes me boil inside whenever I see his That's his funny. name mentioned in best That's defensive funny. players in the NBA. 
but he didn't even get a vote for in best interior defender either. Nope. The only thing Bam got some love for was on versatile. He was third on most versatile defender. And again, somehow Giannis was number one, even though he never guards anybody besides a big. So I I don't get it. That's funny. I don't get it. And Draymond living off of 2017, but it's all good. It's all good. Draymond is at least still a good defender. Right. He was my pick at EPOY last year. He he still does his thing. All right. But Ooh, Aaron Gordon should have yeah. got more votes too. Low key. Aaron That's absolutely cool. should have got more votes again. Whatever. I don't know what these Ooh, okay. I mean the GMs are fucking wild. That's why they get paid right, the bucks, I guess. <clears throat> this is my favorite thing that we do. Maybe second favorite thing that we do in the offseason though. The top is there? ten players so yes, real quickly, real quickly <clears throat> i want to give you what espn said this is espn's oh, okay. list not my list not joe's list but starting at number 10 they got mvp candidate anthony davis uh at number nine they got lebron eight shea gilders alexander seven durant six jason tatum five steph curry four uh mr playoffs luca three MVP and B, two, Jokic, and then one, Giannis. So, <clears throat> lots one pack there. So, Joe, before we get into our top ten, just give me <sighs> whatever part you, you like the most and dislike the most about ESPN's top ten. Uh, why the hell? We got to stop. When did we stop doing this in the NBA? It's always been in the NBA going into the next season – what the hell did you do in the playoffs? Luca didn't even make the playoffs. He should not be that high up. I don't even care how good of a player you are. You deserve to get knocked down two I mean, or three spots. NBA, you didn't make the playoffs. Players, where five players are only on the court at one time, so one player can very much impact the outcome of the Thank game. Thank you. If your team can't even crack, not even did he miss the playoffs, Joe. They didn't get into the you fucking know, play-in. Yeah. So, no, you're out. No. You should, I, I give him. I think he's a top ten player, but you're not up that high. You can't bump back a few spots because you don't. You ain't no way make the for. playoffs. Ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no fucking way you're for if you no. can't get your team playoffs. That's ridiculous. All right, all right. Let's have a little positivity. Which would you like the most? Ooh, what did I like the most? Number one, because I agree with it. Giannis. I think okay. Giannis is number one, and I'm gonna take Giannis number one just because of the defense, more than anything. Because I think he offensively, does, he, does he did, I think offensively, I've seen Giannis in the finals go 21 for 21 from the free throw line. So I don't want to hear people mm-hmm. say that he can't make free throws. I've seen him do it in the most clutch spot. Seen him rise I think to if the he occasion. Was, yep. Exactly. And I think if he was healthy last year, I think that may have been a different series. I think Miami probably still would have won it, but it would have went further. So I'm going to give Giannis his respect. I'm going to see what he All do. Right. He seemed like he got a little fire under him. So I'm going to put him number one. All right, so I'm going to give you why my biggest hate – I was since you already did Luka, I'm going to save mine for something else because mm-hmm. I co-sign everything you said about Luka. I don't understand it. Um, and I understand why you can't say this one or you don't want to say this one, but there is not a chance in hell Anthony Davis is 10, especially when last year they had him at 20. What the fuck did Anthony Davis do to jump 10 Oh, yeah. Spots? He's not in my top 10. I'll give you that. Yep. I agree. <clears throat> so I got nothing with that one. Um, I agree. I, I think my favorite part of the list, what the, what I feel like they did uh, the best, I like having Tatum at six. I, I think that's mm. a very good ballpark mm. for Tatum. I think that's a good ballpark for Tatum. 
Um, I like that they didn't like do something crazy, crazy, like put him in like the top three. Like I because I don't think he's quite there yet. No, he's not. He's not. But there I yet. also think he is better than. I think he is towards that middle of the top ten. Um, I obviously would have a lot of a lot more conversations about who is before and after him. I would do a lot of rearrangement. <sighs> Here we list, go. But, uh, but it's time, Joe. Now I want you to start from ten all the way up yes, to sir. one. You kind of already well, gave me one, but I want you to start at ten. So give me your ten. Number Joe. ten. Num- number ten. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Number ten. Okay. Number nine. Devin Booker. Number eight. I'm putting Luka in there, even though I just shitted on him. Number seven, I'm putting KD. I still think he's a legit shooter when he's healthy. Number six, LeBron James. I don't care how old he is. I saw what he did last year, and he's going to continue to do that. Five, I'm putting Steph. Uh, He's getting older, but he can still shoot that rock, and I saw what he did with a lot of injuries last year. He held that team down. Four, I'm putting Jason Tatum. I just think he's going to continue to elevate and get better and better. I need to see him be more clutch in the playoffs, but I still think he's a top five player. Three, Joel Embiid, MVP. I like what he does, but I got to see what he do in the finals, too. That's why he at three and not at two. I'm going to put Jokic at two. I'm giving him his respect. MVP, what he did in the finals. Offensively, I think he's better defensively than people give him respect for. He's going to do what he can. But he can he can play solid defense if he needs to for a few minutes. And then one, like I said, Giannis. I just think, even though I don't think he's the most athletic player in the NBA, I still think he's pretty uh, darn unstoppable at points. And I like what he did when he did win the finals, and I got to give him respect because I see him rise to the occasion when no one thought he could, so I'm going to give it to Giannis. The disrespect that you show every year when we do this top ten. That's fine. Michael, Jimmy That's fine. Butler. We're we're gonna we'll debate it in a second. We'll debate it in a second. You I'm said I could have put time. eleven because Jimmy Butler wouldn't be eleven either. He'd probably be thirteen. But anyway, good. <clears throat> we'll debate in a second. But we have a couple. We have a couple that we agree on. So let's that's positive, Joe. At number ten, I got Luca. All right, I, I bumped him all the way back to number ten. That's fair. Number nine. I am doing some projecting here. But I've likened the steps he's taken every single year. I, I got Anthony Edwards at nine. Anthony Edwards at nine. Um, this one, I am sick of the postseason failures. So you get dinged now. You've had too many opportunities. You're you are great enough to go higher. But Joel Embiid, you are eight okay, to me. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> no, 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 no. He's had way more success than Joel Embiid has in the playoffs. Uh, seven, I agree with you. I have KD. I also agree with you at six. I have LeBron. At five, I have Tatum. I think he deserves to be top five at this point. He's led that team to three out of four mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think you can really take that away from him. I think he pl- he does it within a really stupid offense. So, good job, Tatum. Number four, I'm living a little bit off of his legacy, and because I still see him doing a lot of great things, I got stuff. Okay. okay. Number three, you go to two finals in four years. I knew this motherfucker was my list. You move all the way up my list. Jimmy Butler is my third best player. Because here's here's what I got here's what I got to say about this, Joe. I ain't trying to hear this shit, bro. No. One. No. You know I'm an analytics person. 
He is ass an in the regular darling. Whatever, fuck that. Fuck He's that. An analytic whatever. darling. So I, I, I look. I, I researched this because I didn't want to put him there if I didn't have any legit justification. He is top four in like every single advanced analytic. Vorp, he's four. Wind shares, he's four. Uh, wind shares per forty-eight minutes, he is two. And again, like Vorp and 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 uh, wind shares, the only reason he's not higher than four is because he missed so many games. Those are counting statistics. So I I think it's just he he took him to two out of four finals. Y'all tell me. You and Devion told me Austin Reeves is better than Tyler Hero. Well, that's his third fucking best player, right? I didn't see Bam in your top 10. So he doesn't have the supporting cast that some of these other guys have. So I, at some point, if you keep going to the finals, I mean, think about it with Tatum. Think about it with Tatum, right? Three out of the four, three of the last four Eastern Conference finals, Tatum's gone to. Who did he play every single time? Jimmy Butler. Who won two out of three? Hell my Jimmy God, Butler. man. I see what you're saying, bro, but he not third. Okay, Jalen Brown, I'm assuming you would probably have higher than Bam on your list. So, like, I, at some point, Jimmy deserves his credit. Two, I, I, I flipped your one and two. I, at two, I put Giannis, and I, I went back and forth on this one all, all morning. Um, and then at one, I put Jokic. And the reason why I went with one, Joe, is actually something that you said. Jokic does not look like he would be a good defender, but he is annoying enough to where mm-hmm. I think it warrants the fact that his his offensive game is much more complete than Giannis's is. I That's think fair. that the fact that he's not really he's not really a liability defensively. So to me, that made me slightly go Jokic over Giannis. I have no qualms whichever way you put those two. I think those are the very, 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 very clear one and two in the NBA right now. Talk to me, Joe. I don't hate yeah. the list. I don't hate your list. I don't hate your list. Jimmy, I knew he was going to have Jimmy Butler in your top 10, but three is kind of crazy. But I'm going to let you have it because I can't I can't argue that he went too straight. I mean, he'd been to the finals. I get it. And it's the, the East do got some top-notch talent that I got in the top 10 in front of Jimmy Butler. I mean, I got him 13, but I can understand because, I mean, his regular season numbers don't match up to everybody else. So he definitely be cruising and let his coaching do the coaching until the playoffs come around. Just, so that's so the reason. Re- the, I mean, I hear he you. He don't I really carry you. his You're right. his, team the his whole season. season. Sta- his regular season stats are the anomaly of my top ten group, one thousand percent. But yes. I think the way that he navigates through the regular season also plays a role into why the Heat have success in the postseason. Because all of those guys that he's going to rely on, the Caleb Martins, the Gabe Vincents, the Max Struces, all of them, he allows them to grow throughout the regular season. I'm not, he and Spolstra, obviously, Pat Riley, all play a role in all that. But I think that is part of his greatness to me. Is Michael Jordan the GOAT if he's not dropping 30 points in the regular season, but he only does it in the playoffs? Or is he Robert I mean, Ory? Michael Jordan's not the GOAT to me. Whichever way you cut it, but me, me either. But I'm just saying, I, you know, I didn't want to start that, so you know, I just had to go to the default. No, no, no I, I get what you're saying. Like he, you do need, but I think Jimmy's like regular season numbers. It's not like he's averaging twelve, five, not terrible. five. Like you're he's right. averaging like right. twenty six and six. Like those are very That's good true. numbers. But they were. The and again, if we're doing like an all time ranking, like these all get jumbled a lot. That's true. Seven. 
relax. We were the seven and we lost the first playing game. All right. And a big part of the reason why we were nine. at seven, eight. But the reason why we were at seven was partly because Jimmy Butler missed like almost 20 games last year. So he, was he plays those, whatever, 16, 17 more regular season so games. He, so he were fresh. not in that conversation. I mean, it, yeah, ask Drew Holiday how fresh he was. 50 Damn. of them things. He was super fresh. But yeah, that's my list. My only, my only qualm with your list, Joe, is... Exciting. Devin Booker. I, I don't know why you're doing it. You're trying to be consistent. I'm projecting. I'm projecting. Is I, that, I, I, I did it. When I, I first did my I list, I did not have him in my top 10. I did not. I had I had Shagulus Alexander about, nine I, and I had Anthony so Davis ten. That. And I was talk like, I me, have to. Talk to me about talk to me about SGA. Because I was close to actually putting him at ten over yeah. Luca, you know, because I saw him play some postseason basketball. But I'm also projecting mm-hmm. a little bit. Cause I just think he's gonna get better and better. It's them something about Kentucky guards, man. That's why I got two Kentucky guards in my top ten. Something about them. They take a little minute, but once they blossom, they blossom. And I think he's gonna be that type of guy. And if OKC can stay healthy, he got Chet. He got so many weapons that he can dish the ball to. He could easily be a, a see. That, that's kind of what I was thinking about too, player. Joe. I was thinking, I was like, damn, he, like if they if they can stay healthy, which I hope they and can. he can play defense. Yeah, he's not bad defensively. He's I'd say he's above. No, he's not because he got so many he got some good people around him. Yeah, I'm gonna say because Dort gonna take the like, best defender, his, so then he can play. He's gonna get skills. Game, I think is going insane. to. Like he's got, he's got, he's got a really good chance of having a very good, like when you just look at the counting stats at the end of the year, like he's got a really good chance of having a pretty special looking stat line. I, I really did think about him because I think he mm-hmm. also plays a, more of a winning brand of basketball, in my opinion, than Luca. Like if you're asking me who I would want, I would want SGA. It's just there's something about Luca. I mean, Luca on a given night can give you 50, 15, and 10. And it's just like it's hard for me not to put mm-hmm. him in my top ten, but I, 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 I really, he, I'll say it again, he is Euro hard, and I, I, I hate that style of basketball. Oof. I yeah. hate that style I of basketball. It. So, all right, let's move on to our aces, Joe. The one thing we can always know that we're gonna yes, sir. Yes, the Aces go up 2-0 on the New York Liberty in Miami. Candace Parker is not even playing. Candace Parker is not even playing for the Aces, and they are still just looking good. That's all she's doing. The mess good. out of out of the Liberty. <laughs> there you go, Joe. Uh, so, Joe, just kind of give me come your reaction over. so far. I need to... her to come back over to this side. Come back over. Sorry. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Relax. My biggest reaction What's your is. Reaction? The Liberty guards doing nothing, so you got no chance. If the guards do nothing, you have you no shots because they gonna dominate. The ace is gonna dominate in the paint, and they got guards for days as well. So they got so many people they can go to if you shut one person down. And then just the Liberty guards are doing nothing, so you're not gonna win if they don't come out and they drop fifty. They not winning a game. Seriously, they don't have a shot. So. I don't know what they're going to do. It just, it is what it is. I'm glad expansion is coming to the WNBA because the Aces are stacked. They got too many players. And if it stay like this, they're going to be a dynasty And because they just too good, man. They really are. And the Liberty are a good team. 
The Liberty got two star players, and they can't do nothing. It's ridiculous. It's just crazy. It's just straight dominance. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Jonquil Jones. She's had a great, a great couple games saying. for the Liberty, which surprised me honestly because she's a purely interior player, and you know, she's Asia really good, is though. the best defensive player in the NBA or WNBA, and is a great. Jones is tougher though. Interior Jones player. is tougher. Jones is tough. tough. Yeah, she, I mean, compared to Jones, Asia, Jones Asia is good at blocking shots in terms of guards coming into the lane. She's not necessarily exactly. um, best suited to handle these. somebody that's as physical as, as Jones is. She really has imposed her physicality, which I think is a surprise for the Liberty. Maybe not internally, mm-hmm. but to me, is a surprise. And the fact that they haven't been able to exploit that. That's to. tough to be down 2-0 with the games that she's getting because I don't know if you can count on those those good of games from her going forward. And remind you, the WNBA Finals is only best of five. So if the Aces win tomorrow, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Sweet. I mean, that's honestly what I think is going to happen because the brooms. I mean, come on now, the brooms out. But I mean, like the Aces can just can kill you from so many different ways. You know, Chelsea Gray, she gets going. Diamond people, Jackie Young's a bucket. Jackie Young, Asia, it's ridiculous. Asia, Asia is a cheat code out there. Like, I mean, she just looks like she's playing in a whole different level than everyone else. Then they got the best Kelsey, coach too. If Kelsey Plum <laughs> is knocking down shots, right? Yeah, they got right. got the best coach. Are just just went to the Hall of Fame. Like, oh my god, like it. Yeah, they're they're loaded, bro. They're loaded. It's over. I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. Unfair. You're right. Yeah, it's I mean, like I'm the like, Miami Heat with the big three. Man, they're even more dominant than that. At least, really like, are, at yeah. least, like the Pacers like made you sweat for a second. You know, they they lost Good a couple point. finals. I mean, Jesus Good point. Christ. Good point. Uh, but yeah, it, it's been it's been fun to watch. If you if you actually like basketball, I really think you should tune in and give them a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Kelsey Plum said, uh, don't don't just support us, but you should actually be a fan and like watch it for the basketball, not because you're doing something good for the women, uh, because it is it's really high level basketball. So. Tune in tomorrow, three o'clock. I know it's tough yes, with the sir. NBA games going on, but you know, let's get a couple TVs going. Figure it out. But Joe, you know how we end the show. Yes, we sir. choose love. We choose violence. What do you got? I'm choosing violence, and I'm choosing it on the Mizzou football head coach. Cause yeah. this fool, RG3 even called him out and said, somebody need to check what he's drinking in that cup. It's, I get it. It was a bad play. It's fourth and 32. And this man caught a hook and ladder. A minute and 25 seconds left, two timeouts. And this man calls a hook and ladder on fourth and 32. And they only get 10 yards. And then Mizzou ends up losing the game. Oh. First of all, you was up 29 to 7 at halftime. Ain't no way they should have came back in the first place. It's a losing mentality over there in Columbia, and they're going to continue to lose. They're probably going to lose tonight to Kentucky, and they got ballers on their team. They got legit winners. They got the number one receiver in the nation on their team. They got Brady Cook, who's a decent quarterback from Chaminade, getting it whoa, done. Whoa, 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 decent. whoa, whoa, whoa. Decent. Number one decent. receiver. He is the number one receiver. He has the number one reception in receptions and number one in receiving yards. He's the number one receiver in the nation. Statistically, Luther Burton, the number one receiver in the nation, he is. And so you're telling they me got right balls now on their team, you're but telling me right now you they got no loser mentality at the head coach. No, well, okay, he's 
the best underclassman wide receiver. How about that? Because he can't go pro for another year. How about that? How about that? I'm happy. But anyway, until until they get a real until they get a real head coach, won't be shit. You in the SEC and you got an assistant coach from Appalachian State. And that's why your ass gonna be average down there with South Carolina and Vanderbilt until you get you a real ass coach with a winning mentality. You was up twenty nine to seven and lost the fucking game. So mm. I'm bringing hate on Coach Drinkwitz and RG three backing me up because he want to test the man coffee because he don't know what he drinking in that bitch. I will say, I am someone that can uh, empathize with you as somebody that placed. <laughs> Two separate money line bets yesterday on a certain team that was up twenty nine nothing. I woke up to realize my bets didn't cash because oh, some fucking Colorado. Stanford came back and won. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Oh. That's bad. I thought you were so gonna I talk about crystal ball. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> just take a knee. This ain't Madden, bro. Just take a knee. This ain't Madden. You ain't gotta run up the score. <laughs> Yo, I want I want to let you know, you know I'm a you know I'm a University of Miami football fan. You know, salute, we don't have a football team, so I just kind of stayed with oh, always shit. Um, I was going to choose him as my violence, but I'm not. But I'm going to speak on it now because you brought it up. <laughs> Never in my life have I ever rooted against Miami because I love them. Well, even fun. even through the bullshit, I want them to be successful. When they one, I think he was down, but whatever. Because again, glad that it, they it went that way because mm-hmm. Crystal Ball deserves it. I was rooting for them to get a touchdown. I was rooting for them to get a touchdown and and beat Miami, knowing that it would ruin the season. No national championship, no right. none of that. Um, because when you do something that is that stupid, you deserve the worst fucking possible mm-hmm. outcome. You know what makes it worse? You want to make it worse? They chose oh, Crystal Ball over. Well, they chose him over Deion Sanders because they interviewed Deion for the job too. Because <laughs> you imagine you know who, Deion you, at you the U. You know who could have brought? You know who could have brought the U back? Like back, Deion, back easily. To like the classic U days, Deion easily. You know the mm-hmm. fucking dagger to the heart that that would have done to Florida State fans. Like I almost would have hired him just for that. Mm-hmm. Dion but doesn't claim Florida State either. He don't claim. He's not nope, claming because he he's mad that he didn't get that Shout job. Yeah, he he mad he didn't get that job either. So he he not claiming them either. All right. So my real violence of the day. I don't usually like to to throw violence at this guy. I like him a whole lot. Reggie Miller, you are on my shit list for the week. What? Wonder why, Joe? So during during one of his broadcasts, I believe it was of one of the preseason games, he did his tiers in the East. He put four teams in tier one. Milwaukee, obvious. Boston, four. obvious. Mil- or Philly, he put in there, which... Not and you know what the fourth one was? Not the team that just represented the East in the NBA Finals. The Cleveland Cavaliers. He put the Heat in the same tier as the New York Knicks. Do you know what that does to my soul? You lying! (laughs) Now, granted, it was tier two. Like, it was just the the next tier under. But 
to associate the Miami Heat with Ain't some no fucking way, New York Knicks, a team I know he has personal vendettas with because, remember, the iconic moment when he, you know, he was doing something with else with one of his other fingers and went with the choke sign, that was against the fucking Knicks. They're the same fucking team, just even worse. To associate my Miami Heat with that garbage, I have no choice but to choose violence against him. Same tier? Because that's asinine. I don't even care if he would have just made it a five-tier, tier one, and put the Heat with, with Cleveland. Jalen Brunson, Jimmy little... Butler, same level. Like, I would have been slightly offended that he would have put a team like Philly with Miami. Like I would have been slightly offended, but like, okay, whatever. I get it. Embiid won the MVP, these things. Like there's these justifications for it. The Knicks? The Heat the Heat were so confident against the Knicks, they didn't even play Jimmy Butler in game two after he tweaked his own. <laughs> they said, we know we're gonna win this shit. Come on, Reggie. Dad, that. that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Better, yeah. That's just that's hate. That's some hating stuff right there. That's, that's hate, hate for no reason. For no fucking reason. The Maybe 76ers. He's got the against... He should have put a 76ers on tier two and said because he don't know what's gonna happen with James Harden. He had an easy cop. But he. Wow. Yeah. No. He check what he drinking. The hell. Joe, I'm not going to lie to you. When I woke up this morning, my violence was crystal ball. But I was just scrolling Twitter, and then I saw that, but I'm like, that's great. Hold up. Oh, that, Miami Heat, that Miami Heat Twitter <laughs> gets you every time. Get me every time. But all right, y'all, we are three in the possible. We are out next episode. Make is sure you right? are tuned in. That is our season preview episode. Going to do it big. And hopefully, Devion's. Uh, Lakers winning the whole thing. Right, yeah, we're going to end now. Dang. Yep.